Hello everybody, and welcome to episode 9 of The Gamers Awake, where the game awakens. I'm Davis, and today, yes, I'm by myself. Just to give you a little bit of quick updates and some things before I get into the subject, of course. We've been a couple weeks off. Um, we're getting back into things. We're doing this episode by myself, and Evan's actually going to do an episode by himself as well, which will be episode 10 of the series. So this is 9, next is 10. We're actually only going to be covering one game each. For So uh, unlike our other episodes where we cover two, we're going to be covering one game each. I'm going to be covering uh, Super Smash Bros. Melee, and I believe he's going to be doing Hollow Knight. Um, that could change. I don't know what he's doing. That's all him. I left it up to him to do. And, uh, and then we're going to reconvene later, and once we move on with the series, we'll be back together. But today, I'll be talking about a subject that is very important to me and right now there's a lot of things to talk about with it which is super smash brothers melee it's a game that came out in 2001 it's one of the biggest if not one like maybe the biggest esport ever or at least in my opinion this game has done so much for game not only esports but gaming in general it's it's a great fighting game it's great for everyone everyone can get into this try playing it it's and it's extremely fun to watch and this community has been around for so long like 20 years this community's been around playing this game and i will talk a little bit about the game first before we get into the things that uh, i want to talk about so first off this game's gameplay is absolutely outstanding uh it's very fast if you've played smash brothers if you've played ultimate or maybe you've played the wii u version or even brawl you know, wherever you came from, Melee is very different. Uh, it's very quick, it's very fast-paced, and it's a, a very technical uh, comparatively to other Smash games. It's very fast, but it's also, it's got a lot of game-breaking stuff, which we'll go into as well. Um, that kind of makes this game so much, like, more technical and definitely more driven towards a competitive community, at least now. It was not intended to be this way, but that's just what ended up happening. So basically... This game has a lot of things that offered. There's not as many characters, but there was characters at the time that people weren't so familiar with. For example, there's the Fire Emblem characters like Marth and Roy. People had no idea because that was a uh, Fire Emblem was Japanese exclusive. Uh, people didn't really know who Marth and Roy were or was very un uh, unknown. So we were like, who are these characters? And, you know, there's a lot of Mr. Game & Watch. And they added some cool ones like Mewtwo and... Um, you know, uh, Young Link and Link, you know, having uh, variety. So the only other game that you'd have to reference before this would have been uh, in, uh, Super Smash Brothers for the Nintendo 64, which was the very first installment of the series. And then we move into Smash Melee, which, of course, you know, is a very different. And the for the fact that it still holds up today is pretty incredible that they're still this this game is still thriving today like yesterday there was the tournament smash summit or the first day of it at least um and there was like over 13,000 watching or at least at the time I was there there was like 13,000 people watching like that is crazy for a game that's that old and that people still want to watch it to this day but uh to kind of go into uh some depth of uh what this game has to offer like like, mode-wise and stuff, we've got the single-player option, so you've got your, like, classic, like, go through the stages, get to the end, fight the master hand, which is the big, like, boss, I guess, of the game. There's, like, 
there's like different modes like uh like the classic and then there's like this mode where you go through a bunch of levels it's kind of how you unlock like certain characters and stuff you've got like your training mode you've got like fight a hundred multi-man melee where it's like a hundred of these like uh weird looking characters you have to fight them all in a row again it's like to unlock characters so there's a bunch of different like challenges really there's like the home run contest and the break the targets so these are all the single player modes so break the targets like go around break all these targets in a certain amount of time and see what happens and you know how fast you can do it in and then there's like the home run contest as well which is like this sandbag that you have to uh that you have to beat up to a certain percent before this barrier opens up and then you hit it with a baseball bat to see how far you can uh hit it uh, and then you just try to continuously break your record. These are little fun single-player modes. Definitely not as played, but I thought it would be cool just to mention it because it is part of the series. Uh, I thought it would be uh, something interesting to mention. When it comes to uh, when it comes to the multiplayer modes, there's obviously the melee mode, which is what everyone is there to play, and this allows you to play the game in many different ways. So you can play with as many lives as you want, up to 99. You can play with a time limit. You can play, you know, some special types of modes where, like, sometimes you're small and sometimes you're big and you've got, like, the bunny hood items. And there's, like, items that you can use in-game, many items, things like the beam sword, pokeballs um, that are going to add, you know, the, the hammer from Donkey Kong. These are all things that add a variety to the game. And, you know... a a lot of different features in this game, definitely an expansion. It's almost like, it is almost kind of like the N64 Smash, but an expansion to it. So it it's, feels like a similar game, but with more characters, more stages. Of course, they do have the throwback stages from it as well. Like, you know, Dreamland, which is a a map that I think people have been playing forever. And it still lives on even today in the most recent installment, which uh, we did an episode on, Smash Ultimate. And something that I find interesting is that as much as it seems like an expansion, there's so much to it that's different than your typical play. So that's kind of the, the gist of the game. There's many other things. There's even, I, even to talk about a little mini mode where you, there's like a little slot machine where you get these little trophies and you try to collect all the trophies. Um, you can do this where you get these coins from playing like the single player modes and you get to use, go into this like, um, I guess it's like, it's kind of like a, a drop machine or like a slot machine kind of thing where it gives you a random trophy every time. So that's a little mini mode that you can uh, play as well if you if you want to play a little like gambling type of system. It's kind of fun. But let's talk about melee as a competitive game and kind of where it came from. Um, so just to give a little bit of history, I do want to give a shout out to the Smash documentary um, because this is this this documentary is first of all extremely well done. It's not. Um, it's not your typical... You would not expect this from a... Just like a fan-made kind of like documentary that's just done. It's done really, really well. And it explains the origins of this game competitively perfectly. But it all kind of started with like... P- 
people just playing locally and were like, hey, there's tournaments. I think I'm the best. Let me go play this person here and here and here. And it ended up being like this big, this big thing. Like they were on these forums and they were on these, you know, this dis- these discussion boards and they were talking back and forth. And it was, you know, I'm better than this guy and this guy's the best in my town. This guy's the best in my city. And this guy, you know, this guy's beat all the guys here. So he must be the best. And it all came down like early on. If you watch a documentary, you'll learn a little bit about it. Ken and Isaiah and, uh, you know, Azin and all these guys uh, that just kind of started the game. And where it's come to this point is pretty crazy with even like the new people that are playing the game now. Like, you know, not fairly new, but newer than those, you know, Zane, if you know these guys, Zane, Leffen, you know. I know that a lot of these guys have still been playing for years, but. Um, just like from there to now is pretty uh pretty significant, and just to go into why this game's so competitive, there's so many things that kind of make it game breaking. So instead of just your typical Smash experience, there's like different techniques that you can use. Let and I'll start off with probably the one that's most well known, which is wave dashing. And basically, what it is is when you spot when you not spot dodge rather uh when you air dodge which is when you're in the air and you press the shield buttons which is like the l and r on the back of the controller on the top of the controller um you do kind of like an air dodge where you're kind of you move out of the way for a second so that you can't get hit in the air but if you were to do that quickly in a like either directional down left or directional down right if you do it quickly and with like a really short hop um, really short jump, and you do it into the ground. You actually do this little slide technique, which goes back and forth, which kind of ups your movement and ups your options, and it actually adds a whole new variety to the movement of the game. And then as time went on, people started finding new things like L canceling, for example. So put this into perspective. So let's say you're doing an attack, right? And you hit the ground. Your guy has a certain amount of frames or or a certain amount of seconds, let's say, to make it simpler, a certain amount of seconds um, before he can get back up from that attack. Like, like, even let's put it in perspective of, like, real life. Let's say you jump and kick in the air, right? When you hit the ground again, you have to first, like, brace yourself to hit the ground and then get back up. But let's say you could just cancel that whole, like, hitting the ground and getting back up that, you know, that, that takes a lot of time. I need to get back in and fight again. So L canceling basically takes that away. There's no getting up or recovering from that. It just stops that to save frames, as they say, you know, it's, which is each individual movement of the character, um, and allows you to just get right back into battle, making your game even faster. So this game has always been about like how much faster somebody can play than another person. And if you look at the inputs, that these these professionals are putting in it's crazy they have to put hours and hours and hours in to get extremely good at this game because this game takes time it takes a lot of time to get good at so i have a lot of respect for those guys i play melee myself and you know i'm i'm nowhere near near as good as any of these guys you know but it's so fun to watch them and you know i've i've even get to play against some of uh some really good players and just, you know, I get destroyed, but it really puts in perspective, like, these guys put a lot of time into this game, and 
it's really impressive that they've been able to do it for so long. A lot of them, especially people like, if, if you don't want to know these names, people like, look them up. Mango, Mewtwo King, Hungrybox. All these guys have been playing this game for years and still play it to this day at the top level. Like, a lot of people don't do that kind of stuff, you know? Play it for that many years. 15, like, plus years, some of them, you know? 10 plus, 15 plus, you know? doesn't matter. That's a lot of time to dedicate into one game that only has, like, a few competitive stages, you know? And it doesn't have that many competitive stages. It doesn't even have that many viable characters, really, for when it comes to top level. But yet, it's still such a great game that people are playing it to this day. And that is just something that we have to look at and appreciate what it has to uh, come down to. There's been so much stuff that's gone on in this community for a long time. I mean, we could we could go on forever about it, but, you know, we've had a lot of top players come in, you know, come and go. We started with the King of Smash, Ken, uh, who was just absolutely dominant in his time of Melee. You know, he was destroying everyone. Doesn't matter who it was. He was beating everybody at that time. And, you know, it transitioned, and we ended up getting people like you know, Armada, who played Peach and just was so good at the game. Um, no one was able to, you know, beat Armada. Same with Mango. Mango was just so good at some point that it was like, how do you beat this guy? And even in more recent time, in the last, like, few years, uh, 2018, you know, Hungrybox, who's a Jigglypuff player, um, his puff was just so good um, and so hard to beat that he was just destroying everyone. Like, Puff, who a character that, like, not a whole lot of people play, he he's destroying everyone with him. And even made the case that Puff could be the best character in the game for a while, um, just from how well he was able to, to defeat people. Didn't even matter if he was down, you know, a few a few stocks or something, which are the lives in the game. Uh, both, both teams start with four stocks or four lives each, and whoever runs out first is the winner. Or, or whoever runs up versus the loser, rather, and person who still has lives left is the winner. And Hungrybox just did something crazy and just took a character that doesn't look like should be very good. It's just this, you know, Jigglypuff, this little pink, pink Pokemon that doesn't look like it do much damage, and and brought it into this world and absolutely was destroying people with this character. And as much as you know, people can, if you are a melee fan and. You know, there's a lot of people that have things against Hungrybox. Uh, I have nothing against that guy. He is absolutely fantastic at what he does. And if he wasn't good at it, he wouldn't be where he is. And that's why I have a lot of respect for that guy. And I also have a lot of respect for everyone that plays this game. Because the time that goes into being good at this game is, is ridiculous. And when you put in that kind of time, you have to... You have to respect that those people that are putting the time in because there's just so much there's so many other things that you go to you could also just you know stop playing that game there's new smash games out like super smash brothers ultimate for example you know that's a brand new game has got more characters got more stages but this game just does it differently than every other smash game and that's why even today this game is still going. It's still bringing new people in. It still has a huge community that's driven by a game that can't even be played online. I mean, this game doesn't even have an online mode, and it's one of the biggest communities there is. You can't tell me that 
you know, a game that was made that long ago, almost 20 years ago. You can't tell me that that game that is still surviving today is not one of the greatest esports you've ever seen. It's been at so many major things. Evo, for example, one of the biggest fighting game tournaments in the world, had Super Smash Bros. Melee. And it had it for so many years, even though the game was super old. They usually like to showcase some newer stuff. But Melee would always get in there. I know recently it was taken out. It's very sad that we're not going to be able to see Melee there. Because Melee did definitely add a whole other aspect to Evo. But it's just interesting to see how far Smash Melee has come since that time to now. I mean, also just look at the improvement. The game, it seems to be endless when it comes to improvement. People are still getting better at this game. The game's been out for so long and new things get found out. And and people are starting to implement those things and still get better at this. And it seems like the characters are never set in stone. Who's the best? You know, it seemed like Fox was the era at one point where like Fox would be the only character that would be viable. And then a hungry box just destroys with Puff, which was scary. And now you've got someone like Zane, who looks like he's probably he's a Mar- and he's a Marth player, and it looks like he might take over as the best player. And he he's starting to become an unstoppable beast himself. And it looks like Marth may make his return and start becoming one of the better characters again. So we just never know where this game's gonna go, what's gonna happen, and. I mean, there's just so much that's going to go on uh, for years, I'm sure. But that's kind of where I want to transition and go into the next topic of the game, which is something that's happened recently. So, of course, as you know, we are in a global pandemic right now where we're supposed to be social distancing. We're supposed to be at home um, and staying to ourselves and doing things online and, and doing everything we can to stay safe during these times. And I hope everyone at home is staying safe as well and just making sure that they're keeping to themselves, doing things online. You know, there is things to do online. So, you know, make sure you're trying to do that stuff and, and don't go out as much uh, unless you absolutely need to go out and do something, you know. But during this time, the Melee community is, you know, was was struggling. You know, what were they going to do um, to to play their game? I mean, like I mentioned before, this game is not online. We can't play this game online because there's no online system. It's such an old game. It was for the Nintendo GameCube. This system's old. <laughs> this is not new, new console. This is like three generations ago. Four generations ago, even. You know, these, this is very old console. And so, what what was the Melee community going to do to to counter this? Well, I don't, I don't know all of the statistics and everything, and I'd love to hear all of it. But I do know that there was something that was made called Slippy. If you don't know what Slippy is, it uses this roll, rollback netcode. And basically what that does is it emulates playing a game in like basically in the same room with like no lag so things when you're online you're lagging stuff can be really frustrating but this is as close as it can get 
to playing something in the same room. Now, I don't know everything about um, the roll magnet code, and I'm sure there's people that are going to be able to explain it way more in depth than I can, but what from what I do understand of it is that it allows you to play the game as if you were in the same room with someone, which is amazing. So Slippy is basically that for Melee. And people are going online using this this system and using emulator to play the game online together um, with using this rollback. And this actually allows people to continue to play Melee even during the pandemic, which is awesome. So for the last few months, um, I can't remember the exact date that it came out, but for the last few months, this is what people have been doing is playing this game online. They've been doing locals online with it. You know, they've even been hosting some uh, some bigger tournaments online using it and just overall liking this concept and getting better with uh, using it and running tournaments in this way. And it's been really good for the community. It's It kind of saved the community. The community didn't really know what to do at this time, you know? There was another system before that people were using to play Melee online, but it just... It was a little laggy, and you weren't able to play with people that, you know, were far away from you. And with this new code, you can play with anyone, <laughs> anywhere, anytime, whatever you want to do. It, it runs extremely, extremely well. So that that is what's kind of saved this whole thing, you know? And then we've we've been able to bring the Melee Majors back and have all the top players meet again. And as I mentioned before, right now, a tournament's going on called the Smash Summit, and all the best players are there playing right now. I was watching it yesterday. As I said, like 13,000 people watching. It was crazy. It was awesome. And I just, it was so fun to watch and see everyone back playing the game at like this high level. Like I I, I haven't seen this in a little bit now, this, this super major like tournament going on. And here we are watching it again and it was so cool to see melee back in action now there's a tournament called the big house that has been going on for many years and it's one of the most major tournaments in super smash not just melee but all of them or specifically right now ultimate and melee and it's called the big house and the big house was gonna run this year you know we were we were going to get it back. You know, we didn't know what was going to happen if we were going to be able to get Melee at Big House or if it was just going to be Ultimate because, you know, the Melee online. Uh, we didn't know what was going to happen. And, you know, they were going to run it. And it was super exciting. Everyone was like, pumped for the Big House to happen. And people were qualifying and registering and, and getting ready for this tournament. It was going to be extremely fun to watch, even if it is online. And then, of course, they put out a message saying that Nintendo cease and desist the big house um, if they were to put this uh, tournament on because of the use of Slippy. Because Slippy is, in their eyes, illegal because it's using ROMs, which are downloaded copies of Melee, to emulate the game and play the game. It's very disappointing to hear something like this because this community has tried so hard 
to run this game and play it at this level and continue to play for almost 20 years now at at this level. And when we're in a pandemic, there's not much that this community can do except for this. Someone came up with this idea, this brilliant idea, and put it together. And now we're all able to play the game again. Now, their issue with it, that Nintendo's issue with it is that, you know, we're using copies of Melee that are not allowed. But at the same time, people can make their own ROMs with their disc, you know, that they have, which they own a copy of Melee. And make their own ROM and play it on Slippy. Because Slippy is just a mod that allows you to play online. Which is still the game at the end of the day. Which is completely allowed. Because it's your own disc. It's your own ROM. And what I find interesting is why Nintendo would want to not allow this to happen. I mean... At the end of the day, Melee is one of your biggest communities when it comes to competitive stuff. And I know I get it because Nintendo isn't driven on eSport and competitive video gaming. They like their family games. They like party games. They like just to have fun with the game. And I get that. But it's also when you have a huge community that's trying to promote something that you created... And and shining light on your game, they, they they absolutely love and adore your game. If they didn't, they wouldn't be around this long. You have a game that is surviving longer than most games ever will. And they're taking that and taking it away from the community. And we're not going to be able to see Melee at the highest level because they've taken it away from everyone that wants to play and this is so unfortunate for everyone that's in the community now the backlash on this has been insane people have been hitting up nintendo and saying hey you need to bring melee back into it there's so many other things that have happened before for example back in evo 2013 nintendo didn't want melee to be there at all which made no sense we just wanted to play the game at one of the biggest fighting game tournaments. That's all they wanted. And when Nintendo said no, the community fought back. They said, no, we're, we refused for that to happen. And Nintendo turned on their actions and said, okay, you're right. So once again, we're in this predicament where we don't know what's going to happen. Nintendo has said, no, we're not going to let this happen, but... The community has been going off right now for what's been going on. And something that I need to say is that they're right. We do want this community to still be around. Because if we don't get it back now, it could be the end. We could lose the community because without these tournaments and without this stuff running, people aren't going to be interested in the game anymore. They're not going to want to play. There'll be no reason to play. And at this, who knows how long the pandemic's going to go on for. So we need to stand up and start, you know, fighting back for, for Melee. Because 
if the community dies, all these people need to, you know, go find something else to do, I guess. Because they have nothing else to do right now. You know, this is, this is uh, for a lot of them, this is their livelihood. A lot of them are doing this as a job. They are playing Melee. And they are doing well in it. I mean, the community is big enough for them to be able to do this. And yesterday was crazy because hashtag free Melee, which is the hashtag they've been using to try to get at Nintendo, um, was the, the highest trending thing on Twitter. Um, many content creators are coming out and starting to support this as well. Um, if you guys know who Ludwig is, he actually came from Melee originally, but he's back trying to do it. We've got so many people trying to help this community and get it back to where it was originally, which is absolutely amazing to see. And I as well think that this is an important thing to bring back because it's not just important for for the community, but it's important for gaming in general. I mean, without Melee, we wouldn't have a lot of things that we have because it it kind of drove that competitive aspect of gaming. And esports is huge now. People love to watch competitive gaming. It's becoming more mainstream now than even some sports, you know? And to just take away something that started it really is one of the games that was starting competitive esports in general. I mean, this this game had the rivalry. It had it had the best thing, you know, I'm the best here and I'm the best here and bringing everyone together to fight it out in the game of Melee and find out who's going to be the best is absolutely incredible to see. It's disappointing to see Nintendo do this again and try to take away what this community has built. So, my question is, you know, why do you want to do this? And, and and I get why Nintendo's upset because they don't want people playing this game with like emulators and they want to, you know, I can, I can see that. And if it wasn't for a pandemic, that's exactly what people would be doing right now. They would be playing in person because this community has never given up of hosting their own venues, getting their own stuff, getting their own sponsors because they have been doing this by themselves for the most part without Nintendo's support. And, the fact that they're this they've been around this long without very much support from Nintendo is incredible. This community can band together and do anything. It's a very strong community and they work very hard to keep their game in the public eye. So what I just would urge everyone to do is if you've never looked at Melee before or if you are part of the community, but if you haven't seen it before, take a look at where it came from watch a little bit of the documentary the smash documentary it's it's worth the watch it's 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 about four it's a little bit over four hours i know it's quite long but if you just watch it and just see where this community came from start watching some tournaments look at like how great this game is and where it where it's come from and where what it's doing now you you'll see how great this game is so what i don't understand is why nintendo would want to take away such a great game. I know that they want to push the game ultimate and they want to play they want people to play that game, but melee it's your game. And I also just don't see why they would want to take take it away. I mean, at this point you're not selling the game anymore. At least some like to my knowledge you don't sell this game anymore. This is this is an old game that you don't sell. You're not restocking them. 
The only way that you could probably get a physical copy is buying it off of somebody, which Nintendo doesn't make money from that. Only the person selling the copy makes the money from selling Melee. There's no online services that you're paying for. There's nothing that you're still paying for when it comes to Melee. There's no dev team that's still updating or making that game better. You know, it's still the same game that it always was. So what's the problem if people want to play the game online? The game's old. You're not really making a profit profit out of it anyways. And it's not like the person that made Slippy is making a profit since he's made it absolutely free. And if you want to support the creator and support the community, then, you know, that's an option. But at the end of the day, I just, I don't, I don't get that way of thinking. You know, why do you not want to support the community that has been putting so much time into trying to make this game great? And I really hope that they decide maybe to change their mind on this because, you know, this community has worked so hard for every single year they've been around to try to make this game the biggest it can possibly be. And if it had backing, instead of Nintendo going against and fighting them all the time, if it had backing from Nintendo, this game could be huge. Huge. One of the biggest, probably. Because it just needs a little bit more backing from Nintendo. This community does everything themselves. So end of the day, hashtag free melee. If you want to do that, tweet that out. It's going to help. That's just tweeting that, getting one extra person to tweet at hashtag free melee. It's going to let Nintendo know, hey, this community cares. And maybe, maybe, just maybe, if there's enough of us, we're going to be able to reverse this and get our major tournaments back. We're going to be able to play melee online. And it's going to be good for the community as a whole. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this. I know it's a very different episode than what you're typically used to listening to on this, but I thought it was a very important topic to bring up. And it's a game that I care about a lot. It's a game that I've been playing for years myself. So I do want to say thank you if you listened. And hashtag free melee. I'm going to be putting uh, stuff for Twitter up on Twitter. I've already retweeted a post, made a post, And now I'm going to do this episode. So please do your part to try to help this community because this community has been around for a very long time. This is Gamers Awake, where the game awakens. We'll see you in the next episode.